and then just kind of move the phone away so it sounds like it's fading out. Oh! It worked great, I'll bet. What the heck? That won't be bad quality or anything. I wonder if it's picking up your dishwasher, too. It didn't before, right? I don't know. It didn't sound like well, it. Hey, it's probably on the end of the cycle anyway. Hmm. You know, you get what you pay for, and nobody's paying for this. So, oh, hi, everybody. What the heck is going on? Hey, uh, first of all, sorry about the audio quality. We're recording this directly off the microphone on my laptop because we couldn't figure out how to make the soundboard go into my laptop. So that's why it sounds like this, if it sounds poor. Some things have changed. Yeah, man. And also, I know some of you technical folks are going to chime in. You're going to write. You're going to say, oh, James, all you have to do is put, the, this. put the, 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 hat, the cord Just into do that. the thing. We tried everything. We tried everything. We tried it all. We tried for at least 10 minutes before he said, you know what? doesn't matter. It's Let's gonna, just record it on this. It's going to be what it's going to be. It's just going to be as good as it gets. Just like the movie is good. As good as it gets. I have no idea what episode number this is. It's been like, what, nine months since we recorded anything? Yeah, at I least, think. At least. Because of COVID, man. Yeah, so people stop me on the streets and they say, Mike, where, where is it? I'm dying. I'm at home alone. Why do I have to stay at home all the time? I have to listen to something. I need something. When are you and James going to get back together and make it happen? What's going to happen, man? And I say, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It is, it is tough. At least two or three people have asked me, yeah. where is the new episode of Action Features? I did get asked once. That's pretty... Not on the streets, That's but, pretty good. But I did get asked once. That's dedication, man. There's like four people between the two of us. That's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, well, we're back. We're going to do like a random episode of this, whatever we think of to talk about. Um... Mike's going to eat ramen noodles and I'm not gonna eat the a Christmas gift for me because we haven't seen each other. Oh, the bow came off. No, the bow came off. No, no bow, no Put go. Bow back on there. No bow, no go. I had a list of things written down, too, and I forgot the list because we're actually recording at Mike's house. Yeah, yeah. So. Same old story. What are you playing with that thing? Are you recording on that, too? I was gonna, yeah, I'm going to try to, but. What is See? that? It's a little. Are you gonna try, have you already started recording? I just did just now. Well, then we've already started the episode. I know. We'll have to see. Okay. We'll have to see what it does. Oh, oh. Careful. I'll blow that over there. Sure. Do you have a dog? No, no, no. I don't have a dog. Oh, that's cat, that's just, cat food. Oh, you have a cat. I have two oh. cats. Oh, where are the cats? Are they just hiding? They're hiding upstairs. Oh. Yeah. I, I would. I would look at a cat. I know you want to see it. I would like a cat. You can go up and look at it maybe All right. if, if after... It's down to one cat If everything... Now. It's too... Because you just said it will look at it. <laughs> if everything goes well. If everything goes well, maybe. Um, holy crap. So, okay. So, everybody... Nobody wants to talk about COVID. Nobody wants to. But let's sum up real, real quick. quick. How, how has it been for you? You know, it's, it's kind of sucked, man. Like, uh, so... My main job at the warehouse, it's gotten just crazy busy because everybody's shopping at home, you know? So the numbers on that just got insane, man. I'm working so much there right now. It's like that's all I do for like six days out of the week is just work. Yeah. And then the toy department, you know, we, we were closed for a month, I think it was, during the shutdown because we just moved into the bigger space. And then we had to shut down for the month. Yeah. And then we got to reopen. And we, you know, we've taken a ton of precautions in there. Like we put up new barriers. We have a limit of people that can come in. Everybody has to wear masks that comes in. We're now taking temperatures as people come in that wear the masks. 
but it's still scary, you know, like, because I'll see, because Saturday I'm in there and it's so busy, man. So many people come through and we're super safe, but it's still like, it's a lot of people coming in and out that you have to, you know, interact with. As long as we're safe. I mean, so far so good. I haven't gotten sick, Um, but it's just the amount of work for me has been the, the, the thing that sucked most because nobody, my sister got it and her family got it, but they all recovered. They're all fine. Um, nobody that's like super close to me has got it and had a, a major problem yeah. with it so far. Yeah. Um, so that's something to be happy about. That's so far so good in that regard. But yeah, the, the, the thing that's affected me most is how busy I am, which is another reason why this, this hasn't really yeah. worked until You've now. Been swamped. I have been at this point though, when it came to the new year, I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to make this time. We got to get an episode recorded because it's been so long. We've got fans that are dying. I know. I, They're dying you know, for this. Blaze is listening to the same ones over and over again. Joe Younger has got to be listening to the same ones oh, over and over is. again. I've seen Bill Tackett since this whole thing. He's not been able to attack it He's at not all. been able to attack it. He's had to just leave things alone, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's changing the name to Bill Leave It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but other than that, it hasn't been detrimental to me, which, yeah. you know, it has been for a lot of other people. Yeah. You know, that's um, good, though. Good for you. What about you? Uh, for me, I honestly, uh, since I work for myself, it's, I've, it's been like nothing is different. Yeah. At least at first it was for the first several months, for the first six or seven months or whatever, it was like. Same deal as always. Yeah. Cause even at first, uh, like, Home Depot was an essential store. So like I would go to work and I would go to the store that I needed to and everything was the same. Um, There was a short period of time where people were a little bit worried about having somebody in their house. Yeah. But that didn't last at all. Um, So there's been that. Uh, So I've I've been pretty lucky, honestly, to weather all this. um, And work has been pretty steady. So... Yeah, you know, because I think a lot of people, they're in their house a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they look at things and say, this has got to be done. This has got to be done. That's got to be done. You know what I mean? That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are doing it themselves. So like Home Depot would be swamped with uh, people. And uh, so that was a little bit different. But people did want to, you know, start looking at things. Um, Laren's working from home. She's pulling her hair out, I think. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of people are. But at least she's working. Yeah. so it was, it was, you know, honestly, it's been fine for me. Everybody's upset about 2020, which I get. Yeah. But it was a really good year for me. Well, there <laughs> but, you go, man. So, it's, so I'm okay. You know, it's the, the other thing that I, that I didn't mention that has affected me is the kids. You oh. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I got two. Blaze has graduated, uh, but he didn't go to college this year because yeah. he's like, you know, what? I don't want to. We both talked about it. Well, me and Bobby and him talked about it. He didn't want to pay for something they was getting the full experience for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. with a lot of the classes yeah. being at home and you can't do this, you can't do that. It was like, why pay the full amount for not the full experience? Why not just yeah. wait the year, Absolutely. work more, save some more money, and then go next year? So that's what he's doing. He's was... working like full time right now um, to save the money to do that. But then we had to make the decision for Keaton and Gracie as to what we were going to do because it was Gracie's first year. She's mm-hmm. going to kindergarten this year. And Keaton was going into what's the eighth grade now. Um, and so the school at first was going to offer distance learning. And at that point, where we had to decide what to do with school, there was still so much like 
He didn't know what was going to happen. No kids were back to school yet, so he had to make all these decisions. And so the school actually ended up creating the distance learning program, particularly to a private school, it's small. They ended up creating the distance learning program to keep us there, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. So Keaton's distance learning and Gracie, they said we can't offer it for kindergarten because there's not much to do with kindergarten, but they gave us all the curriculum to do it at home. And so my mom's been doing at-home teaching with her for kindergarten. Um, and she's, you know, she gets sad because she just sees the kids in the video and she wants to do that. Um, but on the other hand, you know, we wouldn't have ever forgiven ourselves if something would have happened if we sent them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was a tough call to make and every parent has to make their own call with it, but we decided to keep them both home. And the thing with Gracie too, is it would have been tough for her to go and then be sent home to lose that experience of, of making these friends and start to go yeah. It'd be really hard for her to understand that. Yeah. So we're like, you know what, so this year, distance learning, stay at home, see what happens. Hopefully this whole thing calms down. And then the next year we'll be back to normal. Yeah. Um, well, and that's, it's a tough call to make for, for sure. sure. That's something um, that I did neglect to talk about was, uh, okay. So uh, I have a girlfriend now and um She's got uh, kids, yeah. so I just about have kids now. And, yeah, and uh, and she's also a teacher. She teaches uh, special needs. Oh, that's awesome! School. So when this started, she was doing uh, Zoom meetings from home for third grade. Yeah, and then eventually, after the school year, uh, when we got into summer, she wound up she lost her job. Then she wound up getting a new job doing preschool. She's doing special needs still. Yeah. Preschool. Um, but everything is like a cluster. Oh, so I'm all sure. the ins and outs for so for parents, it's rough. Yeah. But she's a parent and and a, and a teacher. And they can't they would make arbitrary decisions where their schedules would be mismatched. So she'd have to have somebody oh, man. be at home for the kids for learning while she would go in, but yeah. the weeks were like Half. That like they sucks. could have just made it all be the same day, and it'd be, but just on and on and on, and yeah. um, knowing people, you know, she'd know people in the that were in the mix, and they would flat out tell her, "We're supposed to make these decisions, and we, have, I don't know about this. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't know anything about this." And yeah, so I feel for it's just like schools, man, um, teachers, and for the kids having to be at home, and they seem to weather it pretty good, pretty well, but. Um, but it's just it's just hectic for everybody, um, and her especially. It's been hard on, but uh, man, uh, people, people, yeah. uh, decisions left in the hands of people who don't know anything really about what's happening. I like this thing where we're going to talk about COVID. We spent the first ten minutes. That's all right. Ten minutes of COVID. <laughs> ten months of COVID. You get that's ten it. minutes. See, that's, okay, that's it. That's all. Ten minutes of COVID. No more COVID stuff. No more. We're moving on. It's over. All right. You want to open that first? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Oh, I got you one of these guys. Well, I'll be. I got you one of these dime novels. Yeah. A dime novel. I was looking at the shop, but I was like, you know, what would he do? What would he do? I know he hasn't gotten this, this is yet. Cool. I was I've like, been, I'm gonna buy one of these guys. I've been looking at these because I've been looking at watching a lot of westerns lately. Oh, have you? I, I saw that you were drawing a western man over I there. I did draw a western man. I'll yeah. talk about some western stuff. Later. So this one looked the coolest to me. This looks, all like, the ones. Uh, looks like wider. Looks like wider that's Tombstone. the one I got. So I was like, ah, that's the one, man. Do you have more of these in the shop? Yeah, there's. we got the whole first wave, I think. But there was only one left of him. Okay. Like he's the coolest one. I might, I might you just went right into it, man. You didn't I'll care about that card back. I'll open in the you card just were like, ah. 
It's 2021. I haven't seen one of these out of the box yet. I figured you hadn't, so I'm going to open it for you. I know you're a little worried about the hat. Ooh, broke the arm off. I broke it right off. I broke that. You broke the arm right off. <laughs> you didn't bother to heat it. You just were no, like, you know what? It's really stiff. I'll just try and make it move. Well, I'll glue it back on. You'll you have to glue that back on. I'll put a, I'll put a metal post in there. Yeah, you'll fix that. Fix it. Well, for now, he's the one-armed man. He's the one-armed man. <laughs> That's his gun man, too. <laughs> that was a poor choice. Shoot. Here's a lesson to be learned. Uh, dime novel edges, you should heat up the joints first. Yeah, be careful. You know, that's uh, that was unfortunate. Big fortunate. <laughs> Big fortunate. Big fortunate. Job was right-hand man with arms on his head. You're going to hear that. Whenever I get an email, you're going to hear that little dingling. It looks pretty good. It looks really good. I'm not upset about, about that. I think I'll be able to fix the, the hand. I will fix the You'll hands. fix the arm. I will fix it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. I don't me. care if you took off my arm or not. What did this do? That's still recording, okay? Yeah. Man, he's really cool. And the hat doesn't look bad at all. It doesn't look bad. That doesn't look bad. They got this. Uh, he's got a, a badge here. Doesn't appear that there's any way I can pin that on, but that's okay. I'm just gonna toss it onto the dead. Just toss it on toss there. Onto the dead body. Yeah, yeah. Of, uh, Here's my, my badge. I'm. You're dead. Remember Tombstone? Oh, I do remember it. That was great. I remember that movie. Ooh, this this gun fits in this holster pretty good too. Good, good. Yeah, other than that arm, this looks pretty great. You'll, you'll fix that. I'd like to take. I'd like to return this, please. Uh, that's not happening. It's not. It's broken. That's not happening. I was given a faulty. Well, worst worst comes to worst, you're gonna have to glue that arm. I'll just I'll glue it if I have to. Yeah, you you might have to glue that. Just you're just gonna sit on the shelf. That's like watching Joe Younger touch a figure. I did a, I did a, <laughs> I did it younger style. You got another figure here. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. you picked up. Appreciate that. Open that one up. Oh, see if you like, break it. You guys like the visuals? He got one of the new uh, boss fight Zoros. The, we also had these at the shop. He, he picked one of these up. I'm very interested. I didn't. This one I did not get you for your. I'm very interested. I know I paid. You paid real monies for this. I paid real money for it. I'm very interested in uh, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Sorry, when that comes up. I think we're getting the the movie one in the lunchbox, but well, not the classic one. The comic yeah. Movie. Now Bob over at the comic shop, he got the one with the horse, and you got the Zorro. I'm afraid to move this arm. Just okay. be careful. It's a different company. It works. The arm works. Uh, this looks great. Be careful with that, with that sword. This looks great. So this is this is like old school action features where we do a bunch of stuff that you is not imagine. good for the people listening. You just have to imagine it. <laughs> you got to use your force brain. Use your force brain. Use your force brain and decide what you're watching. I'm not, I can't get in there yet. You might break that. I don't want to spend too much time on the show with it. Okay. I just want to see him. It looks great. Yeah. It looks, oops, shoot. Oh man, look at this guy! So I rewatched the Mask of Zorro. Yeah, yeah. The Anto Antonio Banderas. The first. That's the first. One. That's the first one. I haven't. You know, I don't know if I've ever seen the second one. I don't think it's very good. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember being that jazzed over the second one because it had the kid. It had a kid in it. Yeah, that's always something I'm I'm leery of. Uh, but the first one is great. It's good. It's funny and it's adventurous. Uh, it's it's great. It's a good it, adventure. It's, it's hitting it on all cylinders. I don't even know if that's a saying. But firing on all it's cylinders. It's firing on all cylinders. That first Antonio Banderas. 
Zorro movie. This hat looks great too, man. Look at this hat. It does. And he was a good choice for the character, I thought. And Catherine Zeta Jones? She was great. For Zorro? Zorro? Yeah, mm. she was great. Great. And um, Anthony Hopkins. Great. As the original Zorro. Anthony Hopkins' Zorro is great. It is great. Yeah. It reminds me a bit of um, uh, Sean Connery in Highlander, mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like, yeah, just be Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. You know, don't. Just be you. Right. You know, just just be you. Spray a little tanner on you. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's fine. Oh, this is great. I'm going to get one of these. I'm going to get one of these, too. Look at that. He's going to do the splits. This is good. All right, what do you want to talk about? What do you got? Well, I got some. Did you write some things down? I did. I wrote it. I have five things that I remembered off my list, and Zora was one of them. So now I've crossed it off. So I have four things left. All right. Well, Zora was one. Mine, too. Um, Have you seen any? Let's see. We did this. What do you have? How many do you have? I have a few things. I'll tell you what I don't like on the iPhones in the notes section now. I see you've got it yeah, going yeah, on, too. Had the first line is all big and bold. Why do they do that? I don't know why they do that. I don't need you to do that for me. If I wanted it to be big and bold, I'd have done it myself. I know it's the first line. I know it's the first line. I typed it. It's at the top. I don't need it to be up there. No, you don't need that. Pandemic talk. That's what you have in your big bold see, letters. See, that's the first thing. I yeah. knew we were going to cover that. Um, I did go to the theater a few times. I know you did. I went once. Did you go I think I invited you. But I don't think you can you make rent it. You rented out a theater. Yeah. Couldn't make it. You couldn't make it. I've actually been to the theater. Yeah. Same as renting it out. There was nobody there. Yeah. It is the same. <laughs> it's the same It's thing. not now. I just went over the weekend, uh, two nights over yeah. the weekend, and there was uh, there, there were people there. Oh, look at that. There were people there. Um, so movies I did see. What did you see at the theater? All I saw was New Mutants. I rented the theater for New Mutants. Yeah. Okay. New Mutants. I thoroughly enjoyed New Mutants. Okay. I really liked it. Um. I think it, it's kind of a bummer that it's kind of the last of the Fox X-Men films and it came out during the pandemic and it'll just be kind of forgotten. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, oh, there it goes. I think it would have been really good as a Netflix series, like if it would have continued on with these characters past that. But as the movie itself, I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Like, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. That's good. It was, uh, there were some things they changed that I wasn't a fan of. Um, I don't get into to all that because there might be some people that still haven't seen it. They you know, changed the Wolverine's origins. They did. They changed the Wolverine's origins. He's completely different now. He came from a different planet. No. Uh, they put all the bones in him at birth. They put his skull. They put all the bones in him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but as far as like the capturing the characters right, I think they got all the characters right. I enjoyed the fact that they did the Demon Bear, which is the best New Mutant story. Uh, yeah, man, I really like New Mutants a lot. That's cool. Yep. I'm glad you got. Glad I liked you it. it. The, what a the, juicy! The trailer looked pretty good, actually. Yeah, it was very much unlike other superhero movies. Uh-huh. It was a definitely, it was a nice change of pace That's to what had come before. Yeah. It, which is, well, I mean, I've had superhero movie fatigue for sure at this point. Yeah. Um, so it was a nice change of pace. That's cool. What do you got? What did you watch? Uh, I saw, I saw the Kevin Costner film Let Him Go. Mm. That's the one where he uh, dances with uh, wolves. He does do a, a jig with the wolves. And the water's everywhere. Yeah. And so he's earth, got the bow and arrow. The earth is covered in water, yeah. and he has to deliver the mail. On bows and arrows. On bows and arrows. Yeah, on bows and arrows. He throws bows <laughs> and shoots arrows. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so you did see it. I saw it, yep. Okay. Good. I saw it. Good. You know, we should try is we should put the Brian Adams song to the trailer for that. That's a good idea. You know? I bet it will work. I don't know if for, I don't know if we've probably mentioned on the show before, but for anybody that doesn't remember it, we would take the Brian Adams song from Robin Hood, Birds of Thieves and put it to other Kevin Costner movie trailers and it worked every time. 
Postman. The beats work every it time. Great. It works great for the Postman yeah. trailer. Uh, well, anyway, was that good? It was fantastic. It's okay. been the movie. It's been the movie um, uh, that I've seen, that I that I've enjoyed. It's been like the one that was it the Star Wars of the eighties. It was the Star Wars of the two thousands. <laughs> um, it's a, it's kind of a sleeper. It's real slow, but. Uh, Real good acting. Who's the, the the lady in that? Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Okay. So that's so it's them from it's, Superman. Yeah. So it's Mom Pa Kent again. Yeah, basically. Interesting. And, and it's you. They they live on a farm, sort of. So there's like you could kind of yeah. just make that connection and probably enjoy it just based on that. But yeah. But um, the acting is so good and subtle, and I've never seen a on-screen portrayal of a better love and understanding between. Uh, a couple. Really? It was just okay. just really good, and there's some... I mean, it's... I'm sure that's streaming somewhere. It's now. not an action movie. Oh, I didn't think it was. But I saw the trailer. Yeah, but, it's, um, but it was really good. And something else about it. So we went and saw it. My girlfriend really liked it, Leslie. She said, well, I, I, I wish there was a book to read. And I said, well, this is actually based on a book. Yeah. She said, oh, really? So I went out to buy, get by it the next day. I looked online... They have a movie tie-in of the novel. Yeah. Picture of Kevin Costner and Diane Lane on the book. Okay. I went to Barnes & Noble, which is open. Yeah. They don't oh, have no, it. we don't have it. We don't have that. I'll tell you another well, thing. Uh, you don't have it? You don't have it? You are a bookstore. You're a bookstore. There aren't many new movies coming out to the theaters. You have one new movie coming out to the theaters with a movie tie-in. You should have this. Why don't you have it? Why don't you have that? Well, we can order it for you. We can get it here within 10 days. 10 days! Don't do it. Don't even do it. Just go home. Man. Go home and forget about them. Man, I can order the book and have it here in three. It's Amazon Prime. You can get it tomorrow sometime. You guys should look at Amazon Prime. Okay. Here's another thing about Barnes & Noble that I don't like. They'll have a special price on their website, right? Yeah. And they'll say, check to see if it's available in stores. And I'll check to see if it's available in the store. And I saw, oh, it's at the one down the road. I'm going to just go, to get, go there and get it. So I go there. And I'm like, yeah, I think it was like a Turtles book or something, some hardcover book at the time. And they said, yeah, we've got it. They got it. And I'm like, it'll be 50-some dollars. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a second. Website says it's on sale for 30-something for or whatever. Oh, well, that's the website. But, and I said, but the website told me to come to you. It said check, it said it, it check it. store availability. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, that's the website prices, though. I just not come here. I'm like, so I should have just bought it off your website and not support your the local Barnes & Noble? Why do you have a store? And they said, yeah, I guess you should really buy it online. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, I guess that's what I'm going to do. And so I left. It's like, why are they wanting? Is, like, the online one wanting to shut down the brick-and-mortar ones? Yeah, like, they're, they're doing things to them to, like, make people mad about going there. They're trying to. They don't uh, want you to go there. I hear people all the time, oh, what's a shame about, you know... It's a shame about brick-and-mortar brick Well, stores. I would love to go to a brick-and-mortar store and support them, and I try. I like going to brick-and-mortar stores. I like it. I, I miss like going it. to stores. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, and I miss it because when I go in there, they don't have anything that you want. No. <laughs> nope. So, nope. Ridiculous. Yeah, you think about going to... Uh, there's this line, there's a G.I. Joe six-inch line uh-huh. now, um, and a lot of them are Target exclusives. Uh-huh. And go to Target and see if you find a G.I. Joe. Just see if you see one. You won't ever see one. It's a nightmare to collect that line. And uh, it doesn't seem to be getting any better. Because I think the the most recent ones were Firefly and the Viper. The Viper? The Viper. Um, And nobody can find them. Yeah. So 
you have to just do everything online. Yeah. You just have to do. You have to. You have to buy it all online. You're not going to just go to a store and buy something. No, you can't. Forget it about anymore. it. It's 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 sad. Really. What else did you see? What else did I see? Well, uh, this weekend I saw. It was the Tom Hanks movie News of the World is a Western. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's he's saying that that this might be the last one of these kind of movies you've seen in the theater. That's he's he's being silly. I think he's being silly. I think there's he's just trying be, to get people to go. There's gonna be another. You know. One. Um, something I will say about two, I saw, I've seen two Tom Hanks movies. The two last ones he did were the big and this, uh, big and this one. That's all you've seen. (laughs) (laughs) I think I like big. (laughs) The other one was, uh, Greyhound. There's this World War II. About the bus. Sub commander. And so, uh, they look good. Yeah. And I was excited about them. Um, the, the sub, the Greyhound was like, it felt cheap. Yeah. It felt like it was made for Netflix, but I know it wasn't. It was made for the theater. Mm-hmm. So this one made it into the theater, and it felt cheap again. The oh, way they man. the way they faded out at the end seemed like yeah. like you did it on iMovie on your phone. Uh, mm-hmm. I, the movie was the movie was pretty good, but it also had a poor soundtrack, um, which really affected it. It just wasn't very great. So I, I B plus is what I'd give it. B plus. Ooh, that's pretty hot still though. It's all right because I. Your review sounded more like a C. I had those. I had those nitpicks. Okay. But I'm giving it credit for going ahead and being at the theater. Being at the theater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the other ones? Is that the only ones? I did see another movie. You did see another one. I did see another movie. What was it? Uh, Wonder Woman '84. No God, it was. Um, okay, I'm going to talk about. Yeah, that we're going to go into that. Yep. Uh, it was a uh, promising young woman. Oh, that's the one with um. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, You'll get it. Don't tell me. You'll hear about it. I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. It's, it's um. Is she anybody that she was, I know? She was in Drive. She was. Uh, I don't know her name though. I don't know why I thought I knew this person. Terry She's Mulligan. blonde. Terry Mulligan. She's blonde, right? Terry Mulligan. Yeah. It was. It was an entertaining movie. Okay. That's. It was, it was okay. Enough said. Enough you know, said. It was, enough said on that one. Was, Let's get into Wonder Woman 84, right? I've heard nothing but bad okay. reviews for this Look, movie. Look, I watched it. Yeah. All right. You watch um, a bootleg of it? No, I have um, I have HBO Max. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, my friend Kenny uh, at the shop, he got me a gift card, uh-huh. and it was um, – he, he wrote HBO Max on it. He's like, this is for you to get HBO Max. So, I've got a few months of HBO Max on him. Uh, so, I watched it. And I'd heard all the bad reviews of people saying, this is the worst comic film I've ever seen. And this is so bad, and it's so much worse than the first movie, and it's it's this, it's that. And people were telling me, oh, it's so awful, the plot's so bad. So I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I'm not saying it's good. But I think that we're now in a point of time where we've gone so long without a comic book movie that people are now realizing that a lot of the comic movies just aren't that great. Because if this came out... <laughs> yeah. If this came out in the same sea of all the other ones, it probably would have been accepted. Mm -hmm. I could have just been like, oh, that was good. Let's move on to the next one. But now people have gone – their brains have now adjusted to not watching a comic book film every two months and accepting every comic book film and its shortcomings. This movie was, to me, better than Spider-Man Homecoming. And, you know, as disappointed as I was with Endgame, I was less disappointed with this. Mm. You know, so – and I think the logic in Endgame was so off and that people are complaining about the logic in this movie. I'm like, well, 
the logic in those other movies are really bad too. So why all of a sudden are you now caring about yeah. the logic of a comic book movie? And I'm not defending and saying it's a good movie. Again, I don't. It was not good, but it wasn't terrible either. Like there was, it's slow, and there's definitely things that are wrong with the plot. But there's enjoyable stuff too. Like Chris Pine's enjoyable. I think Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is enjoyable. Um, there was parts of the the villain I kind of enjoyed. Um, you you could tell that Patty Jenkins was trying to do an homage to like the Chris Reeve Superman movies that came out in the eighties. I don't think she was, she was successful in that. I think it came across more as like faking it than genuine the way those movies were. No. But still, I wouldn't say that it's the worst DC film that I've watched in the last 10 years. It's definitely better than Superman versus Batman. Yeah. It's definitely better than Justice League. I definitely enjoyed it more than Superman Man of Steel. So it's one of those things where I think that maybe the, the public has now been weaned off of comic films enough yeah. that going back to comic films may be tougher than what they think it's going to be. Is it going back to comic films or DC films? I don't know, man. I mean... The DC films were never that well-received to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, the first Wonder Woman, everybody seemed to love. Yeah, a lot of people liked Aquaman. But other than that, there hasn't been that many of the, the DCEU, those films. Yeah. Not Joker. Joker's a different thing. Yeah. That people have liked all that much. Um, and, you know, it could have, some of it could be the anti-DC movie thing coming through. But I think a lot of it really is, is that people have gone this far without it that now they see the more of the flaws in it going into it fresh. It's like, Oh, this isn't very good. I think this was, this one seemed looked forward to quite a bit. It did. A lot of people and I was even yeah. interested because the first one was pretty solid until the final act, I yeah. think. Um, and you know, and the other thing is too, is you're not going to the theater to see it. Most people saw it on HBO max, you know? So, not having that theater experience too. Cause it's not like here's the big opening weekend where everybody goes to see the movie and everybody's wanting to see the movie and yeah. everybody loves the movie. And then you get a week past it and it's, Oh, it was okay. You know, it was all right. And so you got that, that, that real big hype train for the opening of the box office movie. Whereas this, where you're just at home and you're maybe watching it when other stuff's going on, you're doing the dishes, the kids are needing to be fed. You're pausing it and going back to it. Yeah. You're, your whole experience has changed. So I think that might be another reason why it's gotten kind of a harder take than everything else. And, you know, a lot of the criticism is deserved for sure, but I think to call it the worst comic film or to say it's that much worse than these other ones, that maybe is a little, a little incorrect. Yeah. You know, um, it's a different experience. I've only heard bad, but as far as movies go, I think we're in dangerous Territory oh yeah, man, for, for sure. Uh, letting go of uh, theater experience. Yeah. Um, they keep holding off the new, the next Bond movie, which yep. It eventually, almost have to go to streaming. It, yeah, point. I mean, uh, I think they did sell. No, uh, they were. They were it was up for sale. They were in talks. Yeah, sold. I don't know yeah. if that happened, but um, it's it's. They should just go ahead and put it out. I mean, you know you're going to... I think they should, too. But rather than have it seen first streaming, at least give people the option to go to the theater. It's the same thing it. as Wonder Woman, where it was open both ways. Right. It went to streaming and in theaters at the same time. Right. And I think there was another movie that did it recently, too, that was kind of a bigger movie. Um, Trolls 2, they did the same. Well, maybe they didn't send it to the theater. I can't remember. But, I, you know, in the, the, the state that we're in right now, that's about the only thing you can do, is do simultaneous releases of 
streaming and yeah. theaters. Because otherwise, man, theaters, I don't even know how they're still around. At I don't this point. They're open. Like I said, I've been a few times, and it's been pretty much dead the whole time. Yeah. Um, every time. And we rented out a couple times over Christmas, too. So yeah. We, you know, I've been there five or six times over the throughout this thing and um nobody yeah nobody it's it's pretty um it's pretty sad man i would i would hate to think that we get to a point where theaters are just gone entirely yeah me too that'd be a big bummer because i love going to the movies man i love that popcorn i love the experience it's expensive i think maybe if it does survive then maybe the the good thing is maybe the prices will come down some maybe it'll be be more realistic that would be good you know i know the drive-in theater's been doing really well they have yeah that's good but it's still that's its own experience. I hope the theaters don't go away completely. Me too, because, man. Uh, we're really missing out. It's I know you can watch something at home, and I watch things at home sometimes, but for sure, it totally changes your experience of the movie, though. Yeah, you know, to to just sit at home and watch it for the first time or see it in theater for the first time. I would hate to think that you know Gracie really hasn't gone to that many movies, and she's really young still. To think that, you know, we'll get into the years where she really excited about a movie, not going to a theater to see it, yeah. bums me out, man. Like, I wanted to take her to the theater. Because what's the difference otherwise? For. Yeah, then you just watch another movie at home. Oh, we can watch another movie at another home. Another movie to watch at home when it comes out on streaming. Oh, okay, that's streaming now? All right. Yeah. There's already some of those where I think Soul came out. Mm-hmm. Soul came out streaming, and we watched that. And that would have been a movie we probably would have taken her to to see it at the theater. And I watched Soul. I, that wasn't that great, man. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, that's, oh, it's so great. I don't think it was up to par with the other Pixar movies. It's just, it's it has a great premise, um, and it's got really cool characters, and you're there with them, and you're like, this is really good. This is a great thing that's happening here. And you get to the end, and it's like, okay, well, how's it going to resolve? And it was just like, okay, well, we got to make a happy ending, so just whatever. Here, everybody's happy. I like a whatever ending. It was like, uh, okay, what? Yeah. Nothing paid off. It's just like, oh, okay. Well, everybody's happy. So. Oh, did you see Bill and Ted? I did see Bill and Ted. So speaking of that, I was kind of... uh, didn't really like. I, I liked Bill and Ted. Yeah. But I didn't like everything else in Bill and Ted. Yeah. I knew where it was going to go. I knew it was going to. The minute the daughters are introduced, it's going to be okay. Well, now the daughters are going to be the ones that that save the world, and not really Bill and Ted. I'm glad they still got to play a part in it. Yeah. But I knew the minute that happened that it was going to be, oh, okay. The kids are being the ones that actually unite the world yeah. or whatever, and not yeah. Bill and Ted. I thought, I thought that those, I thought the daughters were good. I, the, the I girls, did not. The girls that played them, you didn't think. You didn't I think. thought that their acting was so fake, man. Yeah. I didn't buy it at all. Yeah. Like their their valley talk or whatever. I, I really going back and watching the original Bill and Ted again. I really buy it. Oh, the other yeah. reason Alex Winter, I buy that that's who they are. Yeah. For them, it felt so fake to me. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, these are actresses, and they're acting like Bill and Ted. Yeah. You know, um, I, it's just I don't know. Man. I like Bogus Journey better, and you know how I feel about Bogus Journey. I, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. I enjoyed seeing Alex Winter more than anything. Just uh, agreed. Him being, yeah, like, he was real into it. It did seem like Keanu Reeves was a little bit bored, maybe. With it, yeah, I didn't. There was nothing I can remember that was at fault, but it was like, where's the? And you watch the first movie, and even the second movie, there are lines that you yeah. remember. There are things that stick, and I didn't. There was nothing There's really nothing that, sticks. that stuck. And there were um, other problems too when they when they go to get the the girls go to get 
the musicians. I think that if I remember correctly, there's a segment where they're listening to Bach or whoever play. Like every there was like musical sections where it was like this is going on a little too long. Yeah. You don't need to actually hear them play mm-hmm. the music. You 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 show them getting there and they start to play the music and you insinuate that they're going to listen to the whole song yeah. and they take them. In the first movie, they get all the historical figures get interrupted for whatever they're doing. Yeah. And then it's like at the end it was like. Okay, I get it. You're going to unite the world because everybody's going to play a song together. Yeah. Okay. And you use time travel to move real fast because Kid Cudi figured out quantum physics and now you're going to hand instruments out to everybody? And didn't they just like sample all their songs and make it into the song? I I think that's what they did. Like they just sampled all the other songs and then made a mix. That's not... Mix. That's like creating the song. That's the song mixing other songs. Yeah, it it's a mix. Song. It's a party mix. It was everybody getting together and doing now, it. Now that's what I call music mix volume five. Yeah, is what actually united the world. Kid, um, kids bop. No, yeah, it was. I, I, uh, world, but... I, I didn't. I wouldn't say it was awful, but I also wouldn't say that it was what I hoped it was. It certainly be. wasn't worth the wait. I no, it was not worth the wait for sure. It was, and it was, I feel like everybody felt the same way because it was just like, hey, it's Bill and Ted's out. And then the next week, nobody was talking about yeah, it. It was done. just like, oh, okay, well, Bill and Ted came out. Yeah, um, yeah man. I think that movies are going to have to change the way they are made. Yeah. They're going to have to become better if it's going to stick with the streaming thing. Because you can have a bad movie that has a giant, a box office opening weekend, and then it's fine. There's so many bad movies that make a ton of money because they have these giant opening weekends and everybody goes to see it the first week. Whereas if it's going to all go to streaming, a lot of it's going to be word of mouth where it's going to be a person watches it and they tell their friend and then the friend goes, well, maybe we should get that service. And then they buy the service. Well, even that, uh, I don't know, exa- I don't know hundred percent how it works, but it seems like the service pays for the movie and then they've got their money. I don't know if they get paid per views or most of them. Well, a lot of these, like if Netflix buys something, yeah. You just watch it on Netflix and... Well, the thing is now with a lot of these streaming services is that they own the studio too. So like yeah. HBO Max and Warner Brothers are like one entity and then Disney Plus is with Disney. Yeah. So it's almost now they're having their own streaming services to release the movies they make. Where Netflix has their own shows and their own movies and stuff. But like the big studios now each have a streaming service. Like Warner Brothers has HBO Max and Disney has Disney Plus and... Um, I can't remember what the other one is. It has, I mean, Disney's pretty much everything now. But uh, yeah, so they, they have their own streaming services now. So it's almost like they're going to be making movies to stream. Yeah. You know, and not so much making movies to be released at theaters. If you're going to do that, you can't rely on the just, this movie's going to look great in IMAX, and that's all that's going to matter. You know, it's gonna mm-hmm. like, well, no, the content's going to matter more now than it is the big spectacle. You would hope. I hope so. Except, except it probably won't. Well, here's, here's yep. the thing: if you sell a uh, Wonder Woman, a Wonder Woman movie, yeah. that movie has to be good in order for that movie to make money. Yep. If you make the movie and it's just part of all the things that you're streaming, I mean, look at the Netflix stuff. Netflix has some good stuff. Oh, they got it, some good stuff. But they have a lot of stuff that's just mediocre at best. Yeah. And but you can tell they put some of their money behind it, and it's just on there. It's just lost on there, and it's on there, and. I guess no, it doesn't. You're it's selling it. it. You're selling it. You're, you're, you're selling, selling it. it. Not only that, but you already have Netflix, right? Yeah. So the chances that you're going to start 
being like, oh, well, there's not much on here. I still have Netflix. I can't remember the last time I actually sat down I and can't like, I don't have like, watched anymore. something. Well, there's yeah. nothing hardly good on nothing there. Nothing on there. But all the other services, you know, everything's on a different platform and, you know, well, I know gonna, some people have all of them. But We're going to get to the point where it's going to be what your releases and how good your streaming service is. Like, if you watch more movies on Disney Plus, they're bringing out a lot of movies that you really enjoy watching, and then you look at Netflix, you don't have this. So they're they're now competing for the limited amount of streaming dollar money because buying all the streaming services is more expensive than cable now. Yeah. So you got to start trimming away the ones that yeah. are like, okay, this one's not working, this one's not working. So now that's going to be a thing of, of quantity and quality to keep you interested yeah. in keeping this service as opposed to canceling it and keeping this other service. And man, it's crazy. It's just, even the, the thoughts of, of the way things have to move forward. But speaking of streaming stuff, did you hear anything about Mandalorian? Uh, I watched the last, I watched it. You watched it. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't have to, I, didn't, I haven't been watching the whole show. I just went and I watched the end. And the... So let's, okay. So the, I mean, you should have said spoilers at the beginning, but you should know everything in this episode is going to be spoilery. This is spoilers. This is all spoilery. Okay, so I watch Mando. I watch it every Friday. I really enjoy it. It's the best Star Wars has been since Return of the Jedi. It's a really, really good show. Um, the first season was really great. And I was like, okay, well, let's see if they can pull it off a second season. That's when things really, you find out if a show's good, if it was just, you know, this is interesting because it's new. So, um, you can try and break that one, too? I was trying to. Sweet. Uh so, um, the second season started, and the whole point of the second season is, so he, he got the baby Yoda in the first season, and that's kind of what turned him. Like he was just a bounty hunter guy. He has to go and get this, this asset for the Empire, and then he finds out it's this child, it's baby Yoda. Um, he gives it to him, and then he immediately just is filled with regret, and he's like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't just leave that child to them. So he goes back and rescues the child and is trying to find a place to keep the child safe. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first season is basically he gets the child and they're after the child and he's trying to figure out a way to keep this, this, this kid safe. So the second season opens up and he still has the child and he's trying to find more Mandalorians to help him find a Jedi because he knows that it, the, the child has force powers and he needs to find a Jedi for this, this child and so as the season goes along, he's going on adventures and still trying to figure out a way to help this kid find the people that the kid is supposed to be with. He meets Ahsoka Tano, which is uh, a character from the Clone Wars, which was really exciting to see her in live action, which was awesome. He Boba Fett's back. The return of Boba Fett was really incredibly well handled in the show. Um, so there was all these moments in the show. They were like, holy crap. Boba Fett's back, and holy crap, I saw Katana's in live action. How how, how much was Boba Fett's uh, involved? Dude, Boba Fett was so great. It was so great. Uh, so the first episode, he's going to um, to find this Mando that's supposedly somewhere on Tatooine, uh-huh. this, this place. And he goes to this town. It's like a western town, basically. And the marshal there is wearing Boba Fett's armor. It's all like messed up and stuff, but he's wearing Boba Fett's armor. But he had just gotten the armor from Jawas. So the Jawas had found the armor, okay. Sarlacc stuff. And so he gets the armor back from him by doing this deal. Mando's now has his armor because he says, you are not, you have no right to that armor because there's a whole Mandalorian code thing. So he has the armor. At the end of the episode, you see a guy up on this 
up on the cliff watching the whole thing. And it's Tamura Morrison who played Django Fett and the clones and all that. And he's completely scarred up. He's wearing like this Tuscan robes and stuff. And so later in the season, the he takes the youngling after Ahsoka says, you have to go to this Jedi temple and you have to let him call out in the force. And if, if somebody is there to hear and he wants to be trained, then somebody will hear and they'll find him. Um, so he's there and that's when the Slave One shows up and Boba Fett shows up and he's got this, this protege with him. And he makes a deal to get the armor back because he wants his armor back. Um, that he'll help him with the child if he can to, in exchange for his armor. So he gets the armor back and it was awesome, man. As, as much as I, I'm like, ah, if Boba Fett coming back, he's kind of played out. We really need Boba Fett. It was so cool seeing him again. And he acted so awesome. Um, and it was, it really, it was fan service, but it was yeah. good fan service, yeah. man. It was really awesome. So what's the time frame after? It's five years after Return of Jedi. Okay. So he survived the Sarlacc. Um, but he was, he's in, he was in rough shape and he has to be nursed back to health and he finds this other person and he helps her. So now she owes him. And so they are, they decide they're going to help Mando with this child. The empire's back. He finds out all about that. Um, so now the three of them are together. This, this character, this female character from the first season, Boba Fett and Mando are all together working to, um, to save the child. So the child gets taken again. Put on this Moff Gideon, who's the one that wants the child because he has, you know, he's trying to get the blood from the, the child. They infiltrate the ship. Uh, Boba Fett goes off because they have to do this decoy thing. I'm going to explain the whole episode, but so he has to leave. And basically, they're on the ship and they're in big trouble, like really big trouble. They're trapped in this room. The dark troopers are coming in which are these machine, machine troopers. And the beginning of the episode, it like just one of them, it takes Mando forever to fight this guy and, and, be, and win, destroy him. So there's a whole battalion coming in and you're like, man, it's over. It's over. And so I'm watching the episode and it says, there's a ship coming in. And at that point I started to go, is there a chance it might be Luke? And then the X-Wing flies in the background. And I'm like, don't do this to me. Like, don't, don't get my hopes up. That it's Luke, you know, if, if they're playing a game where they're dangling this out and saying it's an X-Wing and somebody's coming and it might be who you think it is. And so then they, they, they handle it so perfectly, man, because I was like on the edge of my seat. I'm smiling as I'm watching the episode like, oh, my God, please be Luke. Please be Luke. And they show the, the security footage and this guy in robes. At that point, I'm telling myself, you know what? It could just be Ahsoka. And she <laughs> could just have an X-Wing and it could be anything else. I'm sure. not going to hope it's Luke. I'm not going to hope. I'm not going to hope it's Luke. And then they do that. You see him, and you see the gloved hand, and you see a green lightsaber. Dude, I was starting to, like, get a little teary-eyed, and I was like, okay, I can't get too excited, because it's it might still be some kind of swerve, right, and it's not Luke, and I don't want to be too excited. But, dude, the minute he's like, it's a Jedi, open up the door. Or, no, he said, open the door, and he asked if it's a Jedi, and he pulls that thing back, and it's Luke. Dude, I, I hollered, and I was like, oh, man, it's Luke! And I was like smiling and I, I caught myself like getting emotional it was so unbelievably great and it's what we should have got yeah. in those movies man yeah. they had all three classic trilogy people and they even put them in the same scene yeah. you know like they were all three alive they were all three there for your movie and you didn't even put them in the same scene together like yeah. it was just like yeah. this is it and you know the cgi wasn't the, the greatest thing in the world <clears throat> but i didn't care i can overlook some dodgy CGI for the fact that it was Luke. Yeah, you know? got, uh, I mean, it, it did look pretty good. They still got talking down. They haven't. But um, it, looked, it looked pretty good. 
and they integrated it with the action that yeah pretty uh that leads up to it which was obviously yeah you know somebody else but he had his hood up and yep. so yeah it was it was, it was believable enough i i mean they couldn't have done anything else really man i was overjoyed even just those those 10 minutes of yeah. just luke like being luke and the luke as a kid you wanted to see more of yeah. the fact that we got that even that last little even just that little taste man it erased all those sequel trilogy yeah. to me i'm like that never happened this is the future of Luke right here. And, you know, it could be that eventually he becomes that. I don't care. But the, for now, that's the Luke yeah. that I wanted to see again. Um, so we got him. We got R2. It was so good. And then the, the you, you haven't been watching the show, but the emotions of the Mandalorian taking off his helmet for the the kid. Like, because it was at that point, it was his kid. You know, like it was like this connection that the two characters had and seeing them split. Like having the emotion of Luke coming back, and then the emotion of uh, Mando and the kid saying goodbye to each other was like overwhelming, man. I haven't felt that much emotion out of a show in so long. Yeah. And then you got that capper. Did you see the after credit scene? No. So that was an emotional like this show's amazing. It's great. The end scene, um, the after credit scene goes back to Jabba's palace, and Bib Fortuna's there. And he's like big fortunate, big fortunate. He's become bigger, like he's okay. fatter, and he's sitting on the throne of Jabba now. Oh, okay. um, I guess it's not the updated throne because it's a chair. And kind of a cool element they put the Kenner staff oh, his yeah, hand yeah, in the yeah. Kenner staff. Cool. Um, but Boba Fett shows up, and, and big fortunate's kind of like, oh Boba, I thought you were dead, and I would have helped you, and all this different stuff. And Boba just kills him and kicks him out of the throne and takes the throne. Uh, and then it says the book of Boba Fett coming in December of 2021. Oh. So Boba Fett's getting his own separate show okay. from the Mandalorian, which could be really fun. And if it's handled as well as Mandalorian's been handled, then I'm interested. But it is funny to see, like they showed the slate of all the Star Wars stuff coming out. And it's all like Dave Filoni and John Favreau, who did Mandalorian and the Clone Wars, it's like all stuff that kind of relates to their thing. Yeah. So it's like stuff that relates to the Clone Wars, stuff that relates to Ahsoka Tano, Mandalorian, Boba Fett. There is nothing that's related to the sequel trilogy at all yeah. in any of it. Like, it's just a matter of, okay, that didn't work. Let's focus on the stuff that they actually wanted before and try and save Star Wars now. Yeah. Like, let's do our best to get it back. Um, but man, amazing show, amazing end of the show. I'm glad you at so least that, got to so watch that's the scene. It, though, is the two seasons and there that's it. No, there's another season of Mando coming. Oh, okay. So Mandalorian will have season three and Boba Fett has a season now. Mm-hmm. And there's talks that Luke may show up again in something else. Like he may show up in the Ahsoka show or sure. because Ahsoka name drops Grand Admiral Thrawn, which was intro- he was introduced in the Rebel show too. Uh, but and this is all just people want wishful thinking, sure. the fact that Grand Admiral Thrawn and Luke were both mentioned in this thing as people going, is there a chance that they could somehow pull off Heir to the Empire, yeah. like the Thrawn trilogy, as something now? Because why not go back to the stuff that worked, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, now that we know Luke's, I mean, Luke's out there, Luke's doing things. Anything you do now, if it's a big giant threat, you almost have to address Luke well, in some way. That's why I was wondering if this was the yeah. last season because now, if there's something gonna, big, it's going to be hard to. It's going to be hard not to. Well, the, hard to cap. At least the child. I mean, the child is with Luke now, so I wouldn't think the child is going to show up in the next season of Mando. So at least it separates him from 
having to do anything related to yeah. the Force and, and Jedi and giant Empire type of stuff. Um, but if you do that kind of stuff, you have to address that yeah. Luke is there and doing things. Yeah. But, man, hmm. awesome. It was so awesome. It was both exactly what I was hoping it was going to be and a giant surprise at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I should have been thinking the entire time, Luke's going to take the baby at some point. Luke's there, Luke's going to take the baby. But it wasn't on my mind because I was so focused on other things on the show that when he did show up, it was like the best surprise ever. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool, man. Uh, what else you got? I enjoy hearing you talk about it more than <clears throat> more than anything. All right, man. Um... Well, I'm not going to top that. Oh, what'd you do? Can't top that. What'd you do? Uh, did you have a good Christmas? I did, man. Yeah, it was a it was a good one. You know, we always focus on the kids. Yeah, we don't really spend a lot on each other. Um, but they they got great stuff like Keaton had a bunch of Marvel Legends. Blaze Blaze has been really into movies, so he got a bunch of movies. He's got so many movies now, mm-hmm. and then he got a bunch. He's been wanting to get into omnibuses, uh, so I got him some collected editions. I got him like the Alan Moore Swamp thing. I got him a Wolverine one that had Frank Miller stuff in it. And then I got him the Frank Miller Daredevil run. So you get a lot of cool books. And then Gracie just got just a ton of random stuff. She wanted this. Her, her, it's so funny listening to the things that she wants. Cause it's like, I want this doll. And then I want, um, I want a wrestling ring. And then I want, uh, I want a Coraline. And I just like this random stream of things that she wants. Uh, she's gotten really into wrestling lately. So she has her own wrestling belt and she's got a wrestling ring and she's got a wrestling guys. Uh, so it was, yeah, hers was probably the most fun to shop for because it was all just this random yeah. weird stuff. Keaton is the same. He, he likes Marvel Legends. That's his thing. So he got Marvel Legends and I got him some Back to the Futures, those NECA Back to the Futures. Uh, but it was, you know, it was, it was fun. Just yeah. opening all the stuff up like normal. And we all stayed at home this year, yeah. which, I mean, it was a bummer not getting to see the family, but at the same time, it was, like, stress-free. Oh, really? I could just yeah. stay home and just open toys all day. Yeah. Well, you, you have a good one? I had a great one. It was the best Christmas I've ever had. Whoa, man. Best Christmas I've ever had. i tell you what. When you get kids in the mix, and, that's what changes it. I had the kids, and, um, yeah, so also focused a lot on the kids, and I got to, like, do all the shopping. My family, my yeah. mom and my sister going out. They're like, well... They keep finding new stuff, and it was just like, and these kids are used to a relatively small Christmas and yeah. usually just one little thing. And when we told them they're having four Christmases this year, they were like, "What?" <laughs> and and the, so the the littlest one is adopted, and she's uh, got Down syndrome, and she's been freaked out. I guess every Christmas up till now, like she has no idea what the heck is going on. Oh, really? Except this year, she started to get an idea oh, of that's it. Awesome. And she and she kept she would come in the morning, she'd go, uh, Christmas? Open up? Oh, like, that's sort of, awesome. She wanna open up presents? Yeah. So she's she's eight, but she she acts like a she's kinda like three or four years old. Yeah. Christmas, open up and uh would say things that she wanted. She'd see more commercials and stuff. We got just about everything. She got a ton of stuff. Um it was, it was really fun to watch her uh understand what was going on and she just tore through presents and That's she was awesome. excited about every single thing that she yeah. got was excited about and also uh, the kids always get a, a picture with santa every year at entertainment junction yeah i think well that was this year you could do it standing six feet away from santa with a mask on and she, so leslie's like no we're not doing That's that so your dad has to be santa yeah 
So she bought a Santa suit. My dad. He had the plans for it. He had the plans for it. That's right. (laughs) And uh, nobody else understands that joke. (laughs) But we had the kids here, and he came over as Santa, and talked to him and did the whole bit, and he had a great time with it. He loved it, and um, and she was uh, she was the most. She was like in awe of him, and she was like giving him hugs and. Saying Santa, she was talking to him, and he eventually left, and he came back after yeah. as himself. Like yeah. he went and changed, and he came back so we could have dinner. And um, she, he said hi to her and picked her up, and she just casually was like, "Bye, Santa." Like she, <laughs> she knew what was going on. She knew what was going on. She knew what was up. It was our way of telling him to trick me. Yeah, I'm smarter than you think, and. Uh, and so that was that was great. And then we had um, uh, uh, there's one boy, and uh, he's 11 years old. Yeah. And he's been talking about he's been interested in. Uh, we started throwing knives this uh, summer, and yeah. uh, he's been interested in that. And then he wanted to shoot stuff, and not having him a real gun yet, but yeah. um, it is time, I think. So we went and saw Christmas Story. The theater we rented that. Mm. We saw Christmas Story. And he didn't. Yeah, the and he, yeah but he yeah. didn't say much about it. Yeah, he was just like, "Yeah, I like that movie." Yeah, and we went on. And he mentioned a BB gun sometime casually, and uh, I went to Walmart, and they got Red Riders they got there. The Red Rider, yeah. And they got the Christmas Wish Red Rider. It has yeah, the copies in the stock, and it has the the box looks great. And I was like, I got a. It's time for him to get a BB gun, and that was the right one. So I so I got that, and I got one for myself so I could shoot with him. Yeah. And I opened that. I had it like a month before Christmas or so. Yeah. So I opened mine up, and I was. Cheated. And I well, I wanted to make sure that I there was no surprises, and uh, it was just so much fun. Oh And, man, and I man. wound up. Uh, well, anyway. Shoot your eye out. I shot my eye out. Yeah. And uh, you just told her it was an icicle. This is. It's not a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but he opened it up and he kind of laughed about it. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, like from the movie." And he set it aside and then he went did his other presents. And he came back, he's like, okay, I'm going to open this now. And he opened it up. As soon as you get that thing out, and it's wood and it's yeah. metal and it looks like a real – he was like, oh, man. And the rest of the day, that's all he wanted to do. And it was 20 degrees and yeah, nasty out. We were out there for several hours that's awesome. throughout the day shooting. That's all he wanted to do was shoot cans. I went inside. I was putting together uh, toys for the kids. Yeah. I was putting together the ice cream truck that – Mimi got, I was just like doing all this stuff. And he's like, hey, um, uh, you think you want to go out and shoot? So I was like, well, okay, buddy. <laughs> you know, it was just like, and then we visited my dad and he wanted to go. He took it over there. And that's awesome. Man. That's all he wanted to talk about. That's all he wanted to do. And he was so excited about it. And uh, it was just really nice to just to have, see that excitement and to be a part of all of it. Yeah. And so, so that and Leslie was great. And, um, so it was really, it was really good Christmas. Tell you what, man, but the Red Rider came through. When you're a kid, Christmas is great. But when you're an adult and you have a kid to yeah. share Christmas with, it that's when Christmas is like, oh yeah. man, yeah. this is what it's about, man. The lead up to it, getting the presents and hiding them and wrapping yeah. stuff and sneaking them in there and waiting in the morning and getting everybody excited and everybody getting up and tearing through everything. You almost get like. I get a little depression like right after sure. Christmas because the whole thing it's is over. like yeah. it's all over, you know. Like, and as a kid, I didn't get that because I had all my toys to play with and I had all this yeah. stuff to do. But now, as a adult, I'm like, oh man, I don't have anything to do. Like, I yeah. it's all done. We've done it all, yeah. and now 
I gotta wait another ten months or something to start it up all over again. Yeah. Uh, but that's awesome, dude. There's one of your cats. Yeah. There she is. That's Ripley. That's the one of the cats right there. Yeah. There it is. Hey. Hey, cat. Oh, she's like, oh, I think we got it. Not my usual feeding circumstances. All right, I have I have a couple more things. Okay, we're, we're already in an hour, but who cares? Um, so DC Comics is in rough state right now. Yeah. They keep laying people off. So there's been, like, I think three mass layoffs so far. And I think they're down to, like, 32 titles or something like that a month. Um, and they're almost all Batman, Superman-centric. Yeah. To the point where, since AT&T, we've talked about this on the show before, where AT&T Universal has bought it, and they don't really... They're not really interested in publishing comics. They bought it because it was part of Warner Brothers and, you know, they got all the IPs out of it. But as far as they look at the money spent on making comics and the money made on making comics, it's like, well, why don't we just spend this money somewhere else and make more money off the money? Yeah. Why are we wasting our money making these comics that don't make any, barely any money? Um, and a lot of that is because the comics have gotten so bad that they don't sell well. But we're really looking at a time where there may not be a DC comics. Like it keeps going towards that route. Like we, the last time we talked on the show, we probably mentioned how things were getting rough, but it like, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Mm. And to think that I was talking about this to blaze the other day. If you're Jim Lee and you're Dan Didi or whoever the guys are that are running it now to think that maybe your legacy is that you drove DC comics out of publishing comics. That's crazy, man. Like for them to be around, 80 years yeah. and then just maybe not be publishing at all. I think some people are saying that, Oh, no matter what, they'll always publish Batman. They're always publish Superman. And maybe these other stories will be backup stories. How long before they don't care to even publish Batman and Superman? Yeah. You know, even if you get down to those, what's the fun in just, just Batman and Superman. Yeah. That's all you publish. I mean, there's a lot of other characters that DC has that are fun to read. Uh, it's crazy, man. Yeah, just it's the, the thought of not having a DC comics. Yeah. As we get closer and closer to that maybe being a reality, it's just kind of scary. Yeah. And what do they care? I mean, they're going to be looking at numbers. At they're not. Point. Yeah, they're they don't care. They're just going to... They're just going to... That may just be the first thing that leads to other comics going away. Because comic shops rely on those big two a lot. They rely on DC and Marvel numbers. Right. And without those DC numbers, will comic shops make it? And if comic shops don't make it, what's the point of comics at all? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all direct market now. It's not... You don't go to Kroger and buy a comic book anymore. Right. There's barely anything in bookstores. Book right. um, they're not on newsstands, really. So the direct market has become the only market for comics. Yeah. Uh, so without them, then what's the point of Image still doing anything or DC doing or Marvel doing anything? Or, it's, 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 it's a crappy time. I think that, it might, that it might end. Here's a little something I want to talk to you about, too, though. NECA customer service is the worst customer service in the, of all time. <laughs> It's the worst of all yeah. time. They never do anything at all to help you. Yeah. I don't even know why they have a customer service. It's like false hope that cu- that they have a customer service. Yeah. Every single thing I've ever contacted them with, they said, well, you'll have to take it to the store. You'll have to take it back to a store. That's not really an option a lot of times. It's just take it back to a store. Because sometimes, a lot of times you buy stuff at a show, or you buy stuff off eBay, or you buy stuff that you have to buy other ways. Or... There's only one at the store. And once you've bought that one, your only options are to get your money back. You can't get the figure because it's sold out. So as much as I like those Back to the Future figures, I had so many problems. Because that's the first NECA stuff I bought forever. Yeah. The first one I bought, 
the face was printed off. It's like it was off printed because they print the faces instead of painting them on now. But it was the only one that was there. I didn't notice until I got home. And so I contacted their customer service. And I'm like, hey, one of my heads is messed up. It's got this off print. Can you send me a, a replacement head? Oh, we don't have replacement parts for that. How do you not have replacement parts for that? It's a brand new figure. It's brand new. It's brand new. You have to take that back to the store. Well, they don't have any left at the store. Yeah, because you only did one Marty for every three Biffs or whatever yeah. F it was. I, I never... Exactly. I only saw one Marty one time and I, for some reason, didn't buy it. It's, it's ridiculous. And that was the last I that's saw. All, that's and all the change you're going to have. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, I guess I'm stuck with this one. So I was stuck with it. So I bought... So that was a Tales from Space Marty. Mm. So then I got a, a regular Marty. And the R snapped right off, just like this. Yeah. Or snapped right off out of the package. Didn't even bear any important pressure. It just snapped. So I contacted them again. I'm like, this one broke. Uh, and you change any replacements on it? You can even just send me the... I can pop the arm off, and I just need just the arm. I'm not asking for a whole figure. No, nope, don't have any replacements on that. You'll have to take it back to the store and get a replacement there. There's no replacement at the store. There's none there. Why don't you stand by your product? Exactly. None of this is the store's fault so far. Right. The store hasn't done anything wrong other than carry your product. They didn't print that face wrong. They didn't play good, have a, an arm that's messed up. So I eventually got a replacement and got it home, and two of the fingers were missing. Like they, <laughs> there was air bubbles in the mold, right, like they so yeah. they sent it out with three fingers on a hand instead of five fingers. So I sent them a picture, and I'm like, I'm just sending you this picture. I know you're going to tell me you can't help me at all, but I just think it's ridiculous that three figures – I've opened, and all three have had something wrong with them, and you haven't helped on anything. At 30 bucks a pop. At 30 bucks a pop. I don't have any of these problems with Marvel Legends or um, Transformers, which have a lot more moving parts. Any of the toys that Keaton collects that are from Hasbro, never have a single problem. I can't remember the last time I had a Marvel Legend, anything wrong with it, and those are 20 bucks. You're charging 30 bucks, and every single figure I have of yours, I have to boil it beforehand just in case, and even then, it still breaks or it's printed wrong, or it's got this wrong, it's got that wrong. If you're going to have that crappy a product, you need to have a better customer service. And your customer service is the worst customer service imaginable. You don't do anything to help your customer. Mm -hmm. So I am saying it now, buyer beware with NECA product. You're not going to get any help. So if it breaks on you, you're out of luck. Um, so if you really want to collect their stuff, I would suggest collecting it in box. You know, that's just sit on your shelf and look at the box. Put it in the box. That's the safest bet. Open the lid. Open the lid every once in a while and just enjoy it that way because there's no other way to enjoy their stuff because they're not going to help you when it breaks. Well, that stinks. It stinks, man. It totally stinks. My, my last thing was I miss popcorn. So I already said that. I miss popcorn. I miss movie theater popcorn. Yeah. I've had, so, I've had more of it than I've ever had. Oh, I had it at New Mutants, but yeah. that's, that's the last I had it. Yeah. I'm well, tempted every once in a while just to go in and get the popcorn. That's all they have anymore. They would love for you to come in and buy a bucket of popcorn. I might do that. You know, they, they are, don't have anything else going on. They don't, yeah. This is probably old. Last time I went it's to the theater, I said, you guys don't have any soft pretzels back there, do you? No. Oh, no. We only do popcorn now. No. That's all people Really? Want. They have a display case up front. They had a few Wonder Woman cups sitting in the bottom, and the rest of it's empty. It looked, Well, what are they going to do? It looked pitiful. All the pretzels are going to be hard. They're going to sit there so long. Yeah. They're not going to have any soft pretzels. They've got they're hard pretzels good. that used to be soft pretzels. Yeah. That's all you're going to get. I don't blame them. Nobody's going in there. What are they going to do, make soft pretzels for nobody? You know what was weird? What's that? When the theaters opened back up, there was never any push for the theaters open back up. There was never any advertisement. No. There was never any anything. They didn't do anything, and they didn't had – they had uh, – what movie did I go see? They had 
whatever movie it was I went like, and saw, yeah. it was a crap. Oh, I saw a crappy movie called, um, what was it called? Unhinged. Okay. It was just a thriller, but that was the only thing that was playing aside from two other, like, a kid's movies or something. Yeah. But the theater was open. It's open. You gotta go. I said, well, there's nobody here. No. Well, because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Why did you put this movie out? You, you didn't, they didn't even promote that movie. I didn't even know that movie was showing. I mean, here's the thing. You're going to waste more money advertising on something that's not going to make that money? I guess. I guess not. You know? Why didn't the theater say, because they're not making any money anyway. They're not. They might as well have, let people know. Let the news stations know so they can say, hey, the theater's open back up. You guys want to mask up and go out there. You can do it. Um, hey, Channel 5, just let you know, movies are open. Hey. Hey. Movies are open. You might want to send a guy out. Send out your top reporter. Weekend update. The movies are open. <laughs> top guy of the case. Yeah. All right, you got anything else? No. Well, no. I, I mean, it's an hour and eight minutes. It's our usual time. I don't have anything else, I don't suppose. But uh, go buy a Rough Rider. Hey, Kat. Go buy a Rough Rider oh. BB gun. Hey, whoa. Is it, is it Ripley? She's skittish. Getting a little skittish. She, she's skittish. I touched her back because she didn't like it very much. She's just scared. Um, she probably smells my cat. She might smell your cat. She might. Yeah, and that's okay. Uh, my cat's lazy. Okay. My cat won't do that kind of stuff. But my other cat's around. lazy. Yeah. She's as big as a raccoon. My cat's skinny, but she doesn't do it. She's old. Yeah. She's, I think, 18 now. When they get old, they lose weight sometimes. Yeah, she's lost weight yeah. Um, the last couple of years, and she doesn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But she's great. She's a good cat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Good cat. She does this this at night sometimes. You do this? Uh, not those because they're younger. But we have an older cat. Oh, oh. older cat, and the, and he, he does that he at does night. That, yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. What are they trying to do? I think they're trying to tell you all the things that they know from all Maybe. the years. Maybe they're trying to talk to the other old cats in the yeah. neighborhood. Um, you know what show is still good? Alf. I've seen some of that. It's on Tubi. Know. Yeah, it's on Tubi. Yeah. It's funny still. Yeah. And I tell you what, I didn't appreciate the dad <laughs> as much as a kid yeah. and how great he is. He is so funny on the show, man. Just hearing talk makes me laugh because he'll deliver a line like this. Like, it's almost like Christopher Walken, but it's like a worried Christopher Walken. Watch Alf again and only focus on the dad. Only focus on Willie. Willie's the best part of the show. I started an episode the other day where Alf comes in. Alf, I don't want you to take all my shoes. They're having a family meeting. Alf comes in. He says, oh, I'm upset that I wasn't included in this. And they really got in his butt about it. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> okay, Alf, uh, you can come to the meeting. It was really weird. I think it was I've a seen really, that really one. I watch that one. It was awkward acting and, and editing. There's some it was, real, so, it's yeah. a strange premise for a show. Yeah. And there's some re- – I mean, overall. But there's some real, like, weird episodes, too, yeah. where stuff's going on. Like, Alf gets this, I think, a blind lady on the phone or something like that mm. and has a relationship with her or something. And she has to meet him. <laughs> like, he's got, like, she's falling in love with him yeah. or something. It's like, is this comedy, really? Yeah. Like, tragic. I think it's really comedy. It's more like tragic <laughs> that this is happening. Alf, why are you using the phone so much? And that's, uh, he's coming in and saying those kind of things to him. Yeah. It's a great show. It's really great when you come back on it. I really enjoy it. It's a show. Uh, but Willie. Willie's where it's at. Willie. Just watch Willie. You know, he's in the shadow. Is he in the shadow? He's in the shadow. He's the museum guy. Oh, yeah. He's, that comes in and yeah. says, I would have labeled it Tibetan coming from this. And he said, no, the Tibetans of our campus just come from this. Yeah. And he says, I'm, I'm going to make a phone call. Let me help you. 
That's him. That's him. That's Willie. He did what he could to get he made it in the shadow. He made it in the movie. Yep. He's wow. in the shadow. Wow. All right. Wow. Well, there's your there's your little uh, info for the day. Okay. I, yep. Okay. Now you know. Now I know. All right. Well. Okay, everybody. Wow. It's 2021. Action features. We haven't gone anywhere. We're still here. Hey, you know what? We'll do another episode. We might do another. It episode. probably won't be every two weeks. It'll probably be like every month. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. But we'll definitely do another one. Our goal is to record another one in February. Tell your friends about it. Yeah, man. Tell your friends about 2021. Tell your friends about 2021. Yeah. You want to do a music going out? Oh. Just kind of, just hold it up and then like take it away from the thing again. Okay. Sorry about the quality, but you I'll get, hey, you thing. get what you can get. Hold it up to the thing. What do you want us to do? It's 2021. The year just started. You want us to have new equipment already? You're lucky it's not the bell. Pay it out. Pay it out.